0: Oh no, now the knee, oh, well that was that, Manu, what's he done there, He sold the W with a knee injury, it's a fake knee injury, That is set up a crown for Boborowski!
1: It's the next tackle, he gets an offload, he goes back and gets the football, probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf,
2: oh. and then just <laughs> takes off.
0: Oh, what a beauty. So... You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end. Or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a try. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoast Tragic Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Coach of Badonkadong. Just outside the 1,000 now, guys. I just had a bit of a... Uh, uh, who would have thought? 14.35 14, 14, I got last week, and I went down. So that's how big the round was, so... Uh, enough about my misery. Let's bring on the guest. So, Roscoe, mate, welcome back. How was your week?
1: No, I was going great right for Sunday. Um, I've got a 12 94. I had Drinky. I traded Drinky in, which was great. Um,
2: mm.
1: Obviously, Walsh got suspended, who I just traded in the week before. <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah, but then Sunday came and it just all went downhill because I didn't have Bonger. I didn't have Marzu, No Mar- No um, Joey Manu. Nothing like
0: I think I had like three
1: players playing on Sunday and they're all pretty average players at best. Um, so 1294 and I dropped back to just inside the 10,000 now, which is not great. And, um, on top of that, I've just, like everyone else has just been smashed with players. I have 15 coming into this round and now I've got possibly my <laughs> players there. <now>. So, <laughs> I mean, so I love the flight like, planning. It's the best it really is. I've been planning the list like when for weeks. Um, to get decent numbers for this round, and uh, it's all been thrown out the window. You know, S.J. is still in doubt, you know, J.M.K. has been named, but he plays last, so we're not even going to know to Sunday if he plays. So, oh, my mm-hmm. God, like, what a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a uh, very negative pot, I reckon. we gonna you all <laughs> having a whinge at Freddie for what he's done to us. Um, And tonight also, as per usual, we've got Glenn, mate. How was your week, mate?
3: Yeah, well, I wasn't here for any of it, so that kind of might have been a blessing. I was up in Melbourne for the whole weekend. I didn't see any games, but I looked at my score before the Tigers game, and I was like 200 ahead of everyone, so I was looking pretty good. But I don't own drink water, and I don't own Ponga, so I came out with 1,300 and something. But uh, I was pretty wrapped for this round because I had 19 ready going in, but now I'm down to 13, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, only 13 is what matters, isn't
3: it? Yeah, got 13, I guess. It's more than some people, I guess.
0: More than most people, I reckon. <laughs> so, A lot more than most people. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, all right, let's get started on to game one, guys. So we'll start with you, Roscoe, mate. Tigers versus the Sharks, mate. What are you liking here? Any trade-ins, trade-outs, any pods? Well, no <laughs> one from the Tigers. Let's face
1: it. <laughs> you don't want to be trading anyone from the Tigers. Um, for the Sharks, well, we say this every week. Anywhere in the back row, anywhere in the back row, uh, I think Kennedy's a great player this week he's really cheap he a keeper till the end I'm not convinced that he is that's the thing
0: there's a there's a few fullbacks around yeah are, like you got I put him in the same category as Dylan Edwards you don't know whether he's a keeper or not but he does his job for you but then you've got the out and out yeah. guns like Latrell on his back and all those yeah. guns that you want to get in gutho so yeah it's
1: it's it's a hard one um, I, I I said you know, Kennedy's a good buyer. The, the the temptation's really there to go um those down to Kennedy and bank like three hundred K. And Bricks to that I can fund to bring in some guns, but I can't get myself to doing it. He's just in too much good form at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um I might just hang on for a couple more weeks and wait for the thrill to get him back. <laughs> I actually ran into him today at to, a um at a uh, function they were having had that off week down at Peffron and he was there. Uh, I had a chat with him quickly. He said he should be back around 21, um, with a bit of luck with Jai Arrow and a couple other guys should be back too. So, um, yeah, I might hang out for him. Um, he still hasn't, uh, you know, heavily strapped at the back of it as well, but he's, not, he's still not training or anything properly again yet either. But um, I just think, like, we're so low on trades at the moment that probably the only ones I'll be looking to bring in from the Sharks would be obviously Hines if you don't have him, which most do, and probably Nepora, um, and obviously, more would be the main two that I think people should be looking at, which I'm going to be bringing them both in this week because I don't know either of them. Mm. And I'll go through my trades obviously later then because I think these are massive upgrades compared to who I'm selling. So I've mm. uh, got a bit of cash in the bank and um, we'll go from there. But look, there's plenty of options. We'll turn telethy, if you want a bit of a pod. also
0: isn't very highly
1: owned either. So. There's plenty there you can go. I'll, I'll be I'll be concerned about getting on Catala um, and ravian you know, on that side because they don't they don't right much. Uh, um, but I don't know. For me, it's gonna be weird because so I'm gonna have Catala and Ravien. So the captain maybe try to each other or something. <laughs> just keep going left all night. But, um, <laughs> yeah, look, this there's, there's, we say that we, like anyone's an option in that team. They really are. So, but. As for the Tigers, um, said not with anyone there. Um, Buller's an interesting one because he's highly traded out this week. Um, which I get, but I don't. Maybe mostly head to head. But I do think with a high break, even if you have got, say, tall players and you're trading him down to a Kennedy to make some cash, I don't hate the trade. I think Kennedy's going to get you more points in the long run than what Buller's going to get you. So, really depends on what he's shooting in regards to your team and having the just
0: got this though yeah I think I think Buller is very reliant on having a more structured half back in Brooks I know me giving Brooks a compliment saying something because but him being there Buller's missing out a lot of him not yeah. being there is miss, Buller is missing out a lot of points so um do we know when, when Brooks is back no. no there's been nothing
1: there's been yeah. nothing coming out about it yet I just, yeah. I just feel it's a hard one to hang on to him because he's starting to lose cash and he's going to break even at about, I think it's 130 or something this week. So, mm. I mean, obviously, most are going to be struggling for numbers. He can hang on to him, but at the same time, he could pump out in another 20 this week and lose you potentially another 80k, which then drops him down to, I think it's 640 now. That'll drop him down to about 560, possibly. So, it's a massive drop to what he was, like 700k in
0: a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, if you're not thinking he's a keeper, like it's one of those things you got to make your mind up. Are you, you going to use him for this round as a, as a number or yeah. and, and lose about what, 50, 60k? It's a tricky one. Yeah. I Honestly, I, I'd probably hold on to this week because it's yeah. an extra number. But that's because I'm desperate for numbers. So I, if I had him, I'd be holding. But Glenn, anything else, mate?
3: No, I guess what I said at the start of the pod before we started was I'd only be looking at two ways of trading this way, people. I'd either be looking at trading down, so if you're buying someone like a Munro or there's a couple of other options that'll come up that I'll mention, uh, or trading up. So if you're not buying someone that's a genuine keeper, uh, then you'd be buying someone that's a bottom dollar. And the only persons, I, I already own core. I already own, um uh, Ray, uh sorry, I already own Mulatalo, Nakora, and Hines, and I don't think past that. I don't mind Talakai. I think Talakai on that left side. I don't hate that, but personally, um, like I said, if you're not buying him as a keeper, or they're not a bottom dollar to get money aside for keepers, I wouldn't be looking at buying at all.
0: Mm. Yeah, the only one that um wasn't really mentioned in this game that I don't mind, but there's other better options in that position, and that's Jaden Brayley. Yeah. Um, mm. um, yeah, I think he. Is it Jaden or Blake? I'm I, probably Blake, got it wrong. Blake, Jayden. yeah, Blake, yeah.
1: Blake, sorry, yeah. yeah Blake.
0: so uh, uh, he's actually um, he's, he's very reliant on attacking stats, and that's that's definitely the thing he requires. But um, he has been scoring quite well. Um, he's been getting really involved lately as well. Watching the games the last few weeks, you can just hear on Brayley's at it again. He's, he just keeps going through and sneaking through. But uh, I don't mind that as a trade. And at the moment, you have got Harry Grant, who's on and off, mm. Cook, who's doing okay you got JMK that's in one week, out the next, could be gone for the season, I don't know. So I don't mind Blake Braley as a safe option for the run home as a backup to, say, a Harry Grant or a Cook, if that was your other option. But that's just... Um, I uh, would be another one to possibly look at too. He's probably the
1: only other one I'd probably look at.
3: Mm. Another so player imagine. to mention, just of interest, or maybe a watch and see, and I mean, if you're looking for this round, it could be a possibility it would be Cameron McInnes. Panukin's out. Uh, McInnes should get pretty decent minutes. I don't mind Braley. I think that the game that he played last week was very good. But you got to remember, it was versus you know versus the Dragons. You know, like it's they're very vulnerable up the middle, two hookers and a fullback. So um, the draw going forward, I don't know if I'd like Braley, but I don't hate it as a pot option.
0: Yeah, it's not the worst draw going forward. But in round twenty-two, they get their hardest match up against Penrith. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, but they've got like their other than that, they've got Manly. They've got like um. Warriors, so nothing like major, but um, yeah,
3: pretty good defending sides though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure about Manly at the moment. Manly aren't really showing, yeah, it depends which, which manly is turning up. I'll yeah. right, we'll move on to the next game. So, Dragons versus the Raiders. Um, anything, anything here? Um, Glenn,
3: Dragons versus the Raiders. I don't have that on my paper. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, I do. It's up here. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be looking at anything um, to buy in either of those. I'm looking at the bottom four games, and Dragon Raiders has been listed separate to me. Oh, Ross has dropped it on us. Look, Tarpany, I, look, I, I, there's nobody I would buy. I've seen a few people jumping on Timoko because he's bottomed out. I, Like I said, I, I I stick by what I said. If they're not a keeper or a bottom dollar, and I don't see either in either of these sides, then maybe um, don't trade at all. There's nothing from either of these sides, mate, that I would touch.
0: The only thing I and no reason why I only say they've already got him in my team and I'm sure you already do as well, and that's Joe Tarpany.
3: Yeah, I have Tarpany and Horse. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I got horse got horse as well, but I think Horse to me is almost ready to go. Um He's been
3: seventy on average yeah. in the last five games.
0: I wouldn't be upset to keep him. The only reason yeah. I want to get rid of him is because I've got so many players in those positions that I want to get for feeder in. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably my best way to get him. But in saying that, horse has been killing it. He's been, I, 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 I'm tempted to probably try to find a different way to get him. I guess a feeder that is. I might even look at going maybe a Jackson Ford to him. I need to find more cash, but that might be a better option. So I,
3: I could even argue that you would sell Tarpany before horse based on minutes. Uh, mm. tarpony, look, Tarpany has the minutes are improving. And what's improving, as we know, every year happens with him, is on the run home. He starts the offloads. He, he starts yeah. to get fit, and he starts to get better, and he's starting to pump out seventies as well, which has been good. Yeah. So, um, but I agree with you, mate. One of those will probably need to go to make way for one of those um guns that we want in that position.
0: And more than likely to be next week too, because they have a buy next week. So, um, yeah, just get fine. rid of one of those. And yeah, awesome. Um, Roscoe's with that again. So we'll move on to the next game. Hopefully, he comes back soon. But that's uh Parramatta versus the Warriors. Definitely some talking points here.
3: Yeah, I guess. I mean, Russell's moved into the fullback spot. I mean, on the um, Warriors side, if you don't own Sean Johnson, I personally wouldn't be buying Sean Johnson now mm-hmm. points per dollar. I, I even, I mean, there's a likelihood that he doesn't play at all. But I yeah, personally would be bringing him in uh, based on the draw. I said that if you were going to get him, it was to buy him a few rounds ago. You mm-hmm. know, when it, when they had that draw that was conducive to owning, um, Barnett. Interesting, Ford. I you know. I, again, I don't look. I don't even like Tohu Harris. I've been saying to everyone, I've never liked Tohu Harris. He, he passes before the line. He's not really um friendly. I mean, the only one that I, I don't dislike is Nickel Clockstad. Um, mm. you know, because you can play him at center, and it's always nice to have a fullback in the center wing position. So from that side, he's the only one I'm interested in. I still don't dislike Cartwright. I think the Eels, when they get their side back, are a ceiling side. They have points in them. Uh, Moses is having a good season. And I don't hate Sebo. Madison, I own. I wouldn't be buying him this round if I was you because he's in the 5'8 position and that's not where you want to own him. You want him... I prefer him coming off the bench and playing for 60 minutes. He's averaging 61 in that position. Um, but I, uh, at 5'8, he, he, he just doesn't do as much. So again, like I said, if they're not a keeper or a bottom dollar, I wouldn't be touching them at all.
0: Speaking of bottom dollar, um, what are your thoughts on Lumi Lumi as a guy that just to get in and nuff out?
3: Yeah, I don't hate it. What's his price, do you know?
0: I, I last time I checked I'm pretty sure it was around the two fifty mark, I think it was. It wasn't that high.
3: Is that so. right? Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't know if this year's the season to be nothing. I mean, look, we've got three sides out next week, which is the Raiders, Bunnies, and the Dragons. And then after that, there's only one out each round. So it'll be easier to um to to adjust your side to have a few nuffs, I guess. But um so yeah. Again, if you're doing it for money, I don't hate Lumi loomy, loomy. Um
0: two sixteen is
3: what is it, 2.16?
0: Yeah, almost bottom dollar, so... Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he's, he's a try scorer.
3: He should play good. I, I think there's better, and we'll get to them when yeah. we get to the South game, and there's a couple, actually, that I've seen in... Um, There was another one that came up as well. I can't remember who it was. Oh, yeah, in the Titans. In the Titans and the South, I think there's two better at that price range.
1: I wish I had to go on AFB over Tohu. I had the choice a few weeks ago, and often to go mm. Tohu just because, for me, it was a set and forget. Plays 80 minutes, but... You know, we didn't know the minutes AFB was going to get. Obviously, so many forwards around, and then they copped all the injuries and suspensions. But yeah, Tohu for me, i uh, sorry, sorry, what happened. I got cut off, but Tohu for me is not a whole till the end. I'm mm-hmm. going, I'm going to probably trade him to Tino um, next
0: couple mm, weeks. Nice trade, like that one.
3: I told yeah. Dan to get on AFB mm. and didn't touch him myself. and the next five games, he scored tries, like literally five games in a row. He kept going bang, 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 yeah. yeah, it was freaking frustrating.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um all right, we we'll move on to the next game. Um we've got is it rabbit O's versus the Bulldogs. Roscoe, mate, thoughts here.
1: Yeah, it is an understrength, obviously an understrength south, um, against the Bulldog side that's looking to bounce back up it was absolute flogging last week. Um you know, obviously they've made some changes, so Perham's been dropped. Uh so Glenn lucky sold him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Avril, I'm, I'm not real Almoni's
3: been dropped, which is another one I held for the buy around too. So that's another <laughs> one. <got> <laughs> no, Ross has dropped out. Look, I'll take in. Look, from from the uh, Rabido side, the players of interest that I do like is Munro. at uh, 200k. I think he's an interesting perspective. You're looking for someone to trade down, uh, trading out a Shusta or something like that. Um, you know, there's a few options you could go. I'm actually doing um someone else. I'm not even gonna say at the moment, I'll say later on. Uh I don't dislike Chi Cam, but although I'm not sure on his minutes, he tends to play 60 and then goes uh gets moved off. Um so the only player from that side I like, and I just wouldn't touch anyone from the Bulldogs. Preston, I believe, is a keeper. I mean, even in a kill game, he still gets 60. Like he's just a stat beast. Mm. You know, yeah. but here's the one I'm looking at upgrading. Sorry, mate, image cut you off. But here's the one I'm looking at upgrading. Um Possibly going forward,
0: yeah. What's he worth now, Preston? He's looking pretty something, good.
3: Something I think yeah. his, his feeder was my option, uh, at some point.
0: Yeah, well, he's, he's currently 593, so yeah. um, and he's probably sitting at a oh, pretty high break even 95, but um, yeah, not, not the worst. Of, uh, he's definitely a guy that I'm like I said, I'd happy, I'll happily keep Hallsborough i happily keep Preston for the run home if I needed to, yeah. but I need to get the feeder in somehow, and yeah. I think it's going to be. And I've got like so many potential guns in my second row right now that I don't, that I'm, trying, I'm trying to offload them. I've got what Tarpany, Tarpani, Kuala Matangi, Preston, and Ford all there. So, Ford's probably the most logical one to move on, all but of it,
3: them except for Ford, I've got um Madison,
0: yeah. So, but yeah, all righty, let's move on to uh, so we we just went uh, South and Bulldogs. So, anyone from the Bulldogs that we
3: no, well, no, uh, other than Preston, I think that, like you said, if you were stuck with him for the year, you wouldn't be too unlucky out of a bloke averaging 60.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, last one, Uh, Gold Coast Titans versus the Dolphins, nice little Queen, Queensland derby here. Um, What are your thoughts here, mate?
3: So, again, if you're looking for someone to bottom out on, to get a bit of coin, I don't mind Haas in the second row position for the Titans, especially versus the Dolphins. I think that he could score okay. I mean, look, Jeremy Marshall King would be a buy 100% if we knew he was playing, but he's running broken at the moment, and on those grounds, I wouldn't be touching him. I don't. I look. I sold Cody Nicarima last week, and oh, uh, yeah. To, yeah, I sold him to Grant, and but I did sell Perum to Mulatalo, so it wasn't a terrible. I, the way I looked at it was I had 19 players for this round, and I mm. thought, okay, I sold two buy round players, Perum and Nicarima, and I bought Grant in because I got Cook and Grant. Because um, I'm only looking at buying keepers, you know, and I thought, mm. well, Grant and Cook are keepers to the end. Um, and Cody Nikarima at fullback usually hasn't been scoring well, but in the last week he decided to put in two tries and have a run, run amok. Um mm. So that's just the kind of season I'm having, mate. <laughs> it's just, you know, sometimes it's just not your year.
0: That's it. Yeah, it's like, oh, mate. Not your year, but you've still got 13 players this week, mate. Can't you, lucky stars there, I think? So, yeah,
3: and I'm still kind know. of not. I mean, I'm still around 9k or 10k or something. So, I'm not, mm. I Actually, I think I'm 11k. I dropped 3k last round from that yes. 1300 score.
0: Mm. I think I dropped about 170 with 1435. Yeah. That was crazy. I can't, I've never had that high a score and dropped a <laughs> ranking. So, that's ridiculous. I
3: was just looking at the bench here of um the Titans. They've got JoJo Fafida on the bench, Jacob Alec. Uh, Aaron Clark and Chris Randall, which is kind of interesting. Um, something tells me that um, for the Dolphins, JMK won't play with Kerr, Nichols, Milford and Wallace. I don't like Milford there for K- Katoa or You know, Shorto, Zolomon, Katoa, Nick Arima, There's any chance that one of those could drop out for um, um, Milford?
0: Yeah, honestly, they've got so much backup there for JMK. Like, it's almost obvious to me that SJ and JMK are not going to play. But if everyone, needs to, if everyone wants to know about SJ, on Friday, they have until Friday for him to decide whether he can actually make it. So we'll know by Friday night whether he's caught the plane over. Uh, and, and JMK was a bit more difficult there. But the the word there is from uh, NRL Visio was that he's in serious doubt. For yeah. this week's game, which and NRL physio, we all know, he's normally spot on there. So um it's only his opinion, but he's getting word that he's in very serious doubt. So I am counting my chickens right now and saying SJ and JMK are both going to be out this week. Yeah. I really hope. I'm really hoping their body, not. So
3: yeah, I agree. I think that um that that's a very likely scenario, mate. They could based on the bench as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh. All righty, mate. Uh. How are we looking for, if it's the last of the game, so how are you looking for trades this week?
3: So um, I'm only making one trade. I'm actually selling Meany. I have like Manu, I have Nozarko, I have Niakora, I have Garrick, and I have, oh, sorry, not Niakora, I have I have Garrick. I'm stacked in that position. Mm. Um. So I'm actually taking Meany down. I, I was going to trade him two rounds ago, and I got talked out of it, and I wished I had done it when I did. Um. And I'm taking him down to Munro, and I've already got 100K in the bank. It puts me up to 496K in the bank. And the reasoning is I want Fafida, I want Cleary. They're two mm-hmm. players that I need to get in. Um I can live without the rest of my side's really good. But if yeah. I add Cleary to that picture and Fafida, I'm I, I could live with that for the run home with what I've got. Um yeah. so yeah, banking's more important to me at the moment. So just that's only the one trade I'm making, mate, which is uh that to Munro.
0: Yeah, well mine's not much different, mate. I'm I'm just choosing a different Melbourne Storm player to trade to Munro and that's Warbrick. Yeah. yeah. Um so that ends up putting about four hundred K in my bank, which which I'm preparing because I, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm giving up. I told you before the game, I'm giving up this round. I'm actually going to throw this round because yeah. if I, if I was, if those JMK and SJ are both out, I will only have seven players. If I do a max trade and get the three players, I get 10 players. That means nothing to me. That So I'm not going to waste trades. I'm going to build my cash up for the way home. So if I do that one trade this week, I can then turn shoestar straight to Munster next week. And it also allows me to go, um, horse for us straight to the Fafida with the cash that I have.
2: Yeah, that's um, right.
0: so So um, having those two to me for the run home, I, I was even thinking about doing that this week, but you never know what happens origin as well. So yeah, no, um, having the three trades kind of helps and manoeuvre things around. But if I make the one this week, gives me an extra number for this round, I guess, so I don't sit the bet all entirely, but yeah.
3: Yeah, the smart ah. play this round made it banking. I mean, there's a lot of people, the average players in the top 1% are between seven and nine players. In the top ten percent, it's less. I think, like it, it really is. There's a lot of people that are struggling around seven, around the seven numbers. So, uh, if you're out there thinking, oh, shit, I'm low for numbers," and I, I even myself, I had 19, I'm down to friggin' 13, and that's with one buying in. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be panicking too much. Um, you're gonna be low on trades. Everybody's low on trades. I uh, I would be saving those trades because you want players like Cleary for feeder. There's players you want for the run home, and if you don't have them, you want to be working out ways to have them, like Munster, Cleary. Yeah you Know for feeder that that kind of people, you know. So, um, trade down if you have to, or don't trade at all.
0: Mm. Yeah, I feel like getting to the Cleary isn't going to be as hard, knowing that I've got um Nico Hines and SJ there, it's a bit more high price point. So, yeah, I'm not too, I'm not, not as scared to get for feeder in uh, a Cleary in. Um, but yeah, I was more getting because I got Schuster at my other five position, and I, so that's why I wanted to bank cash so I can get Munster, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <clears throat> captain vice captain. I think we all know who our vice captain is, no secret's there.
3: Yeah, well I mean Ross saying he was straight um captaining Hines, I still think that's insanity when you can give you, I mean it's a free loop this week for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got thirteen or if you've got under seventeen, if you've got over seventeen, then maybe straight captain him. But I'm going to vice captain um Hines, and if Hopgood plays and Hines doesn't do well, I think Hopgood's a really good captain option this week based on the amount of players out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't have Hopgood. I've got very many options in the captain range. so I'm definitely going to VC. It's just obvious to VC Hines, just in case he um or he we don't want to – we'll knock on wood, but he can get injured in the first five minutes. We don't know that, so um,
3: Drawing lanes back. I only just remembered that.
0: Yeah, I saw that the articles there. So um, but yeah, so I'm going to VC Hines, and then I'm actually thinking about with it with the uh, with horse out. I'm thinking about captaining Tarpany.
3: Yeah, I don't hate it at yeah. all. Yeah.
0: So cuz that's uh, my other options are like players like um like Fendell Blake I guess, but I don't trust that at all too well. Um and I've got most of my players are from Bulls Sharks anyway, so uh, I'm thinking yeah Tarpany as my captain I think it might be the best option there, so.
3: I don't hate that and look at the bench, Tom Starling, Nick Cottrick. so you've got mm-hmm. a, a backup hooker and a backup centre wing there. And then you've got Trey Mooney and Peter Hollow, which is two forwards. So uh, I, I, I the on shout. He could see like he averages 60, 50 minutes. He could average 60, 65 in this game. And his PPM mm. is 1.1, 1. 1, which could see him around with a 70 plus score without attacking stats. So that's actually not a bad shout, denno
1: Yeah.
0: All righty. So, mate, um, before we finish up with some questions.
1: Yeah, let me just grab the article. And I'll just yeah,
0: grab some questions and answer some questions for our viewers. We'll do our best anyway. Yeah,
3: there's
0: a couple here. Let me have a look.
3: Awesome. All right, let's have a look what we've got here.
0: Um,
3: okay, so Michael De Blanco, he says, mate, I've got 10 trades left. Is it enough? I'll ask you first. So I know what my answer would be.
0: Mate, I've got 11 trades before I make my trade this week, and I think 10 for the run home after this round is probably the bare minimum you want. Uh, you, you can survive without it, but you need to really start getting. If any less than ten, you probably want to start having a really solid plan. Even now, I got it. I'm going to have ten after this round, and I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. But I want to plan my next moves. Who do I need to get in, and how many trades do I need to make to get that? And it works out that I'll probably have four trades left for injuries at the end of that. So to me, that's enough. So yeah,
3: tens part. So, yeah. I mean, if you remember our pod a couple of rounds ago, you, the question was asked, how many should we have for the run home? And 10 was the number we earmarked.
0: Yeah, that's it, yeah. So, yeah. I reckon between – if you've got 14, you're laughing, I reckon. But um, unlikely people have that. But if you have, good on you. So.
3: And I'll also add that that's team-specific. You know, like it would depend on – you know, I've 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 got seven players playing Origin, right? So, that I mean, they're players that most people – a lot of them people are going to bring in, like Cook, Grant, you know, there's a few of them that I've got there. I've got Walker. I've got Goverson. I've got, you know, there's a whole handful of ones I've got there. Um, thoughts on Sam Beryls as a pod? Yuck. Or second hooker for the run home?
0: Honestly, I was um, not going to be one of my drafts, right? So yeah. so uh, I did have a look at his scores a little bit. It is so super risky because they've got what Randall as well. It could jump in any time. If Titans are having a bad run. Randall will jump in there and take that spot and take his there from him to even it out. Um, right. So, so he, trying to think, he he can he can score. I think he was averaging the last three weeks. So I think he's been averaging close to sixty five around there. But um, he is too risky having someone that's probably because to me, Verils and Randall are both fringe players. One yeah. of the, one, one guy gets upset, one guy gets um, has a really bad game. He can get swapped like that, no problems.
3: Yeah, he. Uh, I actually. So he wrote to clarify, running Grant and Cook at the moment, and ranks 410 this week pre trades. I would just keep Grant and Cook, mate, and don't don't do anything different.
0: Yeah, I'd find another way to get a different player. I'd rather, yeah, you, you find one of your second role that you're not happy to keep for the run home, and yeah. trade them into someone that's going to play this week.
3: That's right, I agree. The only other player that I'd be looking at would um, be Robson. If mm. you, but if you own Grant and Cook, I wouldn't be touching either. Um, so Sam Panetta is saying to Ponga or not to Ponga. Can I just say that this one is the most frustrating one for me? Because the last buy round, right, I was going to bring in Ponga and I'm blaming my son for this. I hope you can hear me.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, he
3: said to me like three times, I said, I'm getting Ponga, I'm getting Ponga, and getting Ponga. And he said, dad, he's a HIA nightmare. He's one head shot away from out of the game. And I'm like, and since that, he's just run amok and he just keeps running amok. And he's in, like, I just, I'm annoyed. But I, the answer to your question is, Yes, I'm turning bullet to ponga. Yeah,
0: honestly, I've been watching the last few weeks, and he's kind of reminding me of when Papenhausen used to run rampant, where yeah. he's just he gets the ball and everyone's like well, he's going to do something crazy. Like he just he's so exciting. The last three games I watched him, he's been going mental. And it's been so good to watch, even against the Broncos when him and Walsh were having a playoff. It was they were both doing crazy stuff, crazy good stuff, and it. Ponga was just on fire, and he is. So to me, I'm actually going to be running him as um, my backup fullback.
3: I would, yeah, me too, with Garferson. I would argue that Ponga is in the top five players in the game in the in position. are uh, in his ball skills and in his left-right step, he reminds me very much of Fittler when it comes to left-right step. And he reminds me very much of Andrew Johns in his past selection. I would even argue his hands are better than Andrew Johns when it came to passing left and right. I take, it's a big call,
0: righto so James Sweeney saying iPad. Oh, honestly, I I had the same thought not long ago. Yeah, um, everyone was going Bateman, and I wanted to be, I wanted to swerve and go elsewhere. I decided against it, and that was like And I just I just held off on that trade, and then Bateman went mental. <laughs> so so I was very lucky I didn't do it. I think if you can afford it, go to Bateman instead of. IPAP, I think. But, uh, IPAP will get you solid scores every week, probably between 40 and 60. He's not getting that many high scores okay. lately.
3: Yeah, it would depend on your second rowers and what you got and how many trades you have, I would argue. I don't see IPAP as a keeper. I'm not mm-hmm. even sure I see Bateman as a keeper. If but... you
0: the, the, the best one I'd say would be Nikora to keep, if you're going to keep him for the run home.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Nikora, if you're going to trade someone in, you don't know Nikora. You could even argue Teague Wilton would be a better buy than either of those, mm. based on... Um, what I look about in a player is opportunities, and the Sharks have more opportunities to put in players in, you know, through gaps and through the line than the Tigers will. The Tigers are going to spend much of their game defending, so players like Ipap and Bateman are good for base. They're going to make a lot of tackles, but there's also going to be games where they're standing on the post for thirty percent of the game. Yeah, you know, and uh, and that takes away base. You know, John Black asks, would you get Talakai this week for a one week play or hold and get Holmes next? I'd hold one week plays just isn't the way to play at this time. It,
0: of if he's got 15, 20 trades left, mate, Absolutely. go for it. But if you're sitting around the between 13 and 10, mate, that's one week plays aren't really the best idea this time of the year.
3: And 13 and 10 would depend on what you have already in your side. You know, you've got to look at your side and say, what I do, what Dan does, is we sit down and we write, write out or work out the side we want to have running home. So if you sit down and write out what side do you want to have going home, and then say to yourself, who don't I own? And don't mm-hmm. just think to yourself, well, I haven't got four, so there's four trades, because it's not always four trades. That could be eight trades. Because yeah, you
0: need to get good. cash to get those players. Yeah,
3: because you might have to trade down to trade up, trade down to trade mm-hmm. up. So, you know, you think to yourself, oh, I've got ten trades and I only need four. That could be eight trades to get four. So you've got to really mm-hmm. look at look, you know, look, the run homes. And, and having trades at the end of this season could actually turn out to be um, – uh, a strategy because everybody's burned through a lot of them because they're allowed to this year. There was a little extra with doing these, um, uh, what do you call them, the extra ones that we got?
0: Oh, the little boost and stuff. Yeah. little boost,
3: yes. Yeah. So everyone went boost crazy in the first 10 rounds and nobody had boosts even for the buys. They just boosted on and it was like a set of two trades, it was three <laughs> trades. That's why I think I've fallen behind this year. I didn't, like I usually max trade, but I, w- I didn't want to max trade boost and that's what I think threw me behind. All right, mm. uh, there's a couple more. Where was it? Okay. All right. The last one, Shane Hughes. Why ha? Why are we having this round? No thanks to
0: Freddie. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, probably a good segue into what we're going to talk about next, aren't we? We're going to yeah. have a little whinge about Freddie's origin selection there. Um, honestly, mate, like I, when I saw the team, I, I was. It wasn't even just Freddie that got me. I got sneaky injuries. I I didn't even know NOFA was injured. Yeah, right. I, yeah, so I just saw that he wasn't named, and I'm like, what's going on here? And you now he's someone that apparently's got a shoulder history or something yeah, that he's yeah. dealing with so I'm not sure whether I have to trade him out or how bad the injury even is but as you know how hard it is to get informational injury from the Tigers. Yeah. um so but yeah um yeah Brown no, this, this, this killed us I, so I reckon let's 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 kind of use that as a segue into our origin talk so I'll get you you just start there so oh one thing I will say everyone's talking about Bradman and Bass being a horrible pick and I don't want to say it's a good pick. I want to say it's the least of my concerns.
3: That's right. Mine too.
0: Yeah. At least they're going for a young guy that has a future in origin on a dead rubber game with no nothing to not, nothing to offer. What are they doing with Gutha and Cody Walker? Don't get me wrong. They're good gun players, but we need to look for the future now. Like Absolutely. It's, oh, it's driving me insane. So we'll
3: start with the six, um, the Cody Walker, right? The, one of the things that I've been whinging about since the start of Origin, before even Origin started, was that we need a second kicking option. What they have is they have Hunt as well as the two kickers on either side that can step out of number nine and, and put away those 40-20s. We only have one kicking option, which is Moses, and that's it. Mm. You know what I mean? Which enables you to rush that player. So for me, I've been saying it all along, it needs to be either Hines or Burton at 5'8", or, or if not, if you're going to have someone like Cody Walker, then you at least at the very least have to have someone like Matt Burton at left centre. Say so that we have that second kicking option, and I, I just don't get it. And and bigger picture, you pick Hines at that position because we've lost anyway. Let's give him a crack, see how the kid goes, and look towards the future. Because what's your name? Thirty four, Cody Walker.
0: Yeah, he's, he's getting on. I think he's like uh, thirty four or thirty something I'm like, he's not not young.
3: He's nearly my age, mate. Uh,
0: <laughs> nearly. <laughs> well, more, more more accurately, he's nearly my age. So, <laughs> what are you saying?
3: <laughs> if you have my age, if you actually
0: played <laughs> in Harvard, he's nearly <laughs> that. <it. laughs> but you know, honestly, like when I saw they they named Gutho on the bench, like why? Like I, I, honestly, because if they're gonna keep Robson in that position on the bench, there, what to back up in the hooker position? Good on that's I get that, but we all know that Gutho can play hooker as well. He can play 5-8. I don't mind if it was just Gutho, but why Reese Robson and Gutho? That is the weirdest freaking bench. So
3: so let's look at the positives, right? The positives in the side that I do like, it's Kalao Matangi and and Martin and Murray in the second row, second row lock, right? They're the positives in our side. Preferably for me, I would have had uh, Maddo as the other second row with uh, Martin and I would have had uh, Kalao Matangi coming through the pine. I would have had two other forwards I don't hate Gutho if he's the only utility.
0: Yes, that's it.
3: What I do like about Guston Dano is he's an effort player, right? Mm. And that's something that New South Wales have been sorely lacking, right? So there's the pluses in that. But what every, what I see in this New South Wales side, and I'm sure you're agreeing with this, is that Freddie Fitler's everything he's doing is reactive. He's not deciding, this is the side I want to play and this is the plan I've got. He's going – this is what Queensland's doing. This is what happened to us in this game. We lost this player in that game. So mm. because we lost this player, we've got to have this player and it's just all reactive. Everything, is even their responses to things that have been asked of them are reactive. It's just, instead yeah. of thought process going before it. Yeah. It's oh, literally mate. the worst one I've ever seen. Sorry, Dan, I just want to say it's the worst bench I've ever seen in the history of origin and in the history probably of representative football.
0: Yeah, it's just doesn't make sense. Like Another thing as well, I think um what I'd prefer, and this may sound bad, but I do love Koala Matangi. If Koala Matangi was on the bench mm. and had Yo on the other edge, because the Kawal Matangi mm. is that great middle edge player that can back up anywhere he needs to, he can play for the middle, can play yeah. on the edge. In saying that, so can Yo. I get that too, but I think um I think you want because Yo is that effort player too. You, need, you probably want him to be putting that effort in for, for longer minutes. Uh, and I think Kuala Matangi has that long reach, that good uh, offload. I think he's that great impact player. And so, he's a big um, body,
3: as you say, coming, yeah. from team, I agree with you.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, was, I was already before the game finished last or sort of two weeks ago, I was like, it's going to be a clean sweep. And I was just seeing that it's, it's going to be a clean sweep. It's embarrassing.
3: You look at the side that Queensland has picked, right? They've picked three big boppers on the bench and one utility, right? And they've got already got a medium forward pack. We have Daniel Saifidi. Yo, Gutherson and Robson. Who's our big bopper to come back on the field to keep that momentum up the middle? Does he, does he not understand that origin matches are won through the forwards? Forwards lay the platform. They, you know, he just doesn't seem to get it. And the other player that I have a real issue with in the New South Wales side, and I know others don't agree with me, but I've been saying it for the beginning of forever, Tedesco and Josh Adokar. Josh is the bigger one. He doesn't do them tough carries. I would have had a Daniel Tupo or somebody like that who's tall, able mm. to take them leaps uh and and match somebody like a Xavier Coates. We don't have yeah. that. We have Josh Adakar and and Tahoe.
0: Even we, we know um I know he's it he was Dan injured but Campbell Graham's a tall body that yeah, yeah. has played quite a lot of wing in the past as well. Yep. Who would be he would not be out of place in that field as well. So yep. yeah, I like the idea of a tall but I honestly I'd even throw Crichton on the wing and put Burton in there instead. Yeah. Because I think Crichton, got that speed, got that height and I think just Burton needs to be in that team. I think um, he's a young fella with a lot of talent that we need to develop and help him develop the whole team and build and mould a young team into yeah. the future because right now I look at the Queensland team and I think the average age yeah. in that team is quite young too. Yeah. They've got a lot of years left in them to be dominant if they're going to, if especially under the, I don't, don't want to say anything bad about Freddie but if we're going to keep doing these stupid decisions, mate, um, it's going to be a long, another, another eight, ten years.
3: You know what it's... I always I had the power to do? To tell every single person in New South Wales to not watch Origin this round. To literally mm-hmm. say every single person, just just turn it off and say, enough. We're no longer watching it while Freddie Fittler's coaching. And mate, I, Freddie Fittler and Andrew Johns are literally two of my favourite players, right? I am mm-hmm. just going to say that right now. But when it comes to coaching, Greg Alexander and Fittler have no idea. And Tedesco, James Tedesco, is one of my absolute favourite players. Mm. But the problem with Teddy is everyone has a use-by-day, and I'm afraid to say it, but Teddy's found his. He he runs the ball up the middle too much. He doesn't have the hands. We need young legs in that side. We need speed out the back. I actually wouldn't have minded Drinkwater going into fullback, but yeah. personally, for me, it would have been Edwards.
0: Yeah, Edwards is that Mr. Safety to me. That's, why, yeah. I, that's why I've always loved having Edwards in the Panthers team. I think he's just so safe. So secure. He eats meters like crazy. And and, um,
3: and the important meters, Dan. He catches yeah. the ball on the fall and runs straight to the line. That yeah. is the most important meters in the game. Mm.
0: Yeah, I've you watch Teddy every single game now. He catches the ball, jogs mm. a bit slowly, goes a bit sideways, looks to where he wants to go, looks the other direction, then yeah. it goes it's just like he's it's like he's lost almost. And he's he's not stepping, he's swerving as well. It's getting very predictable. The teams are getting him pretty easy now. I think he's just on some old legs there. So.
3: And he's very vulnerable under the high ball. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but over the last five games, Teddy has missed about eight different mm. kicks that have gone up, you know, and he's been indecisive. And when the ones he has got, he's sort of swiping for it. He's not really actually getting under it or committing. He he actually looks scared. Mm. Uh, I, I don't like saying that, but that's what I'm witnessing. It's almost like he's he's apprehensive to do things. You know, he's almost thinking like, and like tackles too. Like he doesn't, you see um, a player get passed on the Queensland side, they'll run in and put their whole body on the line and go for it. Teddy doesn't do that man. He's like I'll take a swing at him if I miss his ankle well then he's
0: gone. Yeah. You know? I find one one thing one thing I like about Teddy like to this day as well. He's he's got a very good footy IQ. So yeah. when he's when he's at the back there, he's reading what they're going to do. Yeah. But he just can't put his body to do the actions that he wants to do. So uh, he's footy IQ is amazing and I I reckon Potentially, he could be a good coach in the future when he's um, when he moves on because he has a very strong footy IQ. But I think his body is just letting him down a little bit. I say that, but you'll do all the other fullbacks there. He's the only one being playing still at the moment because he's the only one with a body that's capable at the moment. So
3: I'll tell you who in the New South Wales side has a really good IQ apart from Mitchell Moses. I mean, I, I've been saying this for ages, but people don't rate Mitchell Moses, but it's Damian Cook. The, the very first, every play starts with your number nine. And you watch Cook and Grant, two of the best hookers in the game. They're forever watching left and right, and they know which way to go. Now, it's a little bit hard for Cookie in South because he's dominated by two dominant halves who call for the ball a lot. So he's literally become a delivery man. But when Cookie decides to run, um, he, he he does it well. And, and like I said, every decision starts with your number nine. You know what I mean? That's why I think the Roosters really struggle because the players that they've had, Turpin and um, Smith, they, you know, Smith's not the brightest tool in the shed.
2: And
3: I love the guy. He's a running back, and he's a beautiful lock. Same as White, and I think he'd be a beautiful lock. I don't think he's a five eight. He doesn't have the uh the matter, you know, mm. the matter up there. But Cookie does, and I believe Moses does. But Munster definitely does.
0: Yeah, it's, it's when you say that because when you see players like Green and Cook run out of dummy half when they decide that they're going to run and pick their time to run, yeah. they either get given a penalty or six again because the players are offside, or they make the ten meters. Almost every single time, they know when to run. And they've got that really smart choices when they make that move. So you'll see it all the time. Like For the first, say, 20 minutes in a game, Cookie won't have a run. Because the defence isn't tired. They've just been pushing. And afterwards, the defence is a bit tired. Markers aren't quite square. Then he goes out and starts making his runs. Uh, And Grant's the same. So
3: It wouldn't surprise me to see Cookie and Murray go back to the bench and Yo and Robson start. Just a gut feeling that I have. Um, Mm. But the plan that they – I mean, I still for the life of me can't understand why they didn't move Yo or Young or one of those people into left centre so that they could stick with – the very time that Cook did run through the middle was the only opportunity we had to
2: score.
3: (laughs) Instead, we keep going left and right and left and right. We're trying to play this expansive football, and that's not what Origin's about. Origin's about uh, the one percenters. And what Queensland have that we don't is two players, in my opinion, the two smartest players in that side are Hunt and DCE. They are players with really good footy IQs. Munsters a percentage player. Teenage a percentage player. But those two players, they know when to put the bomb in. They know when to put the long kick in. When to put the short kick in. They have got short ball, long ball. They they got it all.
0: Mm. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's unfair. they got. It feels unfair to me that they've got the quality of Ben Hunt and DC on the same team. <laughs> and that's not that's not saying anything bad. It's just saying how good they are. So they're, they're um, Benny Hunt. Um, I feel like he would in you know, a in a better team. It would thrive a lot better than with the dragons. So,
3: yeah, New yeah. South Wales have it; they just don't have the commitment that Queensland have. It's just like we don't have their passion, and mm. and 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 then on, And to add to that frustration is the the selections. We're we're losing in selections before the games even start.
0: Mm. Yeah, who knows, mate? We had this the conversation a couple of years back about the Queensland's worst ever side, and they come out and beat us. So. Mm. But even if that happens, to me, it's it's a waste. Because we've we, we, if we come out and win and save face and don't get a clean sweep, then what does that mean for next year? Do we still have Cook? Do we still have Gutho? Like, these guys are getting on now. We ha- we needed to pull out a hind and a Burton out there. Um, Yeah. Not when you've so. got players
3: like Stags, and There's a lot of players. Like, I could go over each position, uh, literally every position, and name players that are younger who I feel are on the up. That yeah. wouldn't be much better in that position, especially around the forwards. It's in the forwards that I'm really frustrated. You know, I know Kalaamutangi hasn't been um, on fire, but Maddo, Kalaamutangi, Ola Kawatu, um, you know, there's a lot of those young players. And even Stefano um, in the forwards, you know what I mean? And then in the back, you know, players like uh, Staggs, Graham, and then eventually Latrell Mitchell when he's fit. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. Turbo, Tedesco, Cookie, um, time's running short.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, and one one player who actually did, I know you he, he won't hear much about him because he's probably not going to play because he's got named 19th man. And that's Spencer Lenu, another Panthers gun that I love. He's I, sure. I, love I, I, I he's, When you talk about those big boppers to come off the bench, he's one of them. He's not, he's not a very big guy at all, but he's so strong. He does. He has that like a, a mini Tom of old, of old where he, he just runs through, has a bit of footwork and makes breaks a line so often. And he brings that crazy energy in that 20th minute when he comes on the field. I feel like um he's the kind of bench player that we need. So
3: Spencalino would uh, like that's why I said play like Lino, Murray and Martin. That would be an ideal bench for me. Yeah, yeah, all three of them have leg speed, all of them have footwork, and all of them have uh, footy smarts. And yeah. and as you say, you know Lino especially coming through the middle. RCG would have been the other one that I would have considered as well. But we got what we got now, mate, and and we will lose. It's sad. Like mm. and even if we do win, as you said, what have we gained? Like yeah, we won one game out of the series, and that's four, three out of four series we've lost in a row, three in
0: yeah. a row, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I think this will be the third in a row. Yeah, pretty sure. So, eh, I guess, mate. Well, I, mean, I was, I've been a sport of my whole life, I went through a very big drought there. So, I guess I can stick around a little bit longer and watch this come back. So yeah. hopefully, I, hopefully, I'm still not retired by then. I might be 65 retired by then, but who knows? Ah, uh,
3: right. I'll be watching from our heaven.
0: <laughs> that's it, mate. All right, I think um that's enough sadness to talk about today. So let's um we'll end it here now. On a, um, on, 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 we'll try and think what what's something positive we can say to end on a high note. Try to make it a bit more joyful.
3: Um, well, it should be a good run home. I mean, it, it, there's not a lot of points between the bottom ah uh, the top ten sides. So the the run home should be an interesting. I mean, it's still anyone's game as to who takes it. I still think it's a Melbourne Panthers side. I think the Souths are a chance. I know mm. that at the moment people don't see what I'm seeing. Like I, like the week before, Henry sort of put a laughing emoji on when I said South can win the grand final. But I did write that came with Latrell Mitchell.
0: Luttrell being there, yeah.
3: Latrell has to be in that side for them to be that that side. But, I mean, they showed against the Warriors last night, uh, last week that they, they are an attacking side and they are a good defending side. Latrell makes them – he's talking about footy smarts. He's not only – what, what Latrell does at the back that I think is so good is he's an intimidating factor at the back. You know, people know Luttrell's going to come in and he's, he's got mm. that mungle about him, you know, that no other fullback's got. And um, so, yeah, it would been an interesting run home. I think, um, you know, there's a few players, uh, the cows are making some ground, the sharks are in the in the mix, although they haven't beat a top eight side. Uh, the Warriors, you know, and the Warriors are doing good. Rugby League's doing good. We always say that with the Tigers, the same thing. <laughs> um, And Titans, the, all three Queensland sides actually are doing interesting. Fafida and Tino are playing some great football yeah mm. so what we can say is that better days ahead <laughs>
0: that's it <laughs> and, all good i think i think i'm um, next week what i'm going to do is i'll put together through the week um a list of all the teams that actually um have no more buyers left um because um i'm actually planning on nothing a few players out probably yeah. just two but i want to make sure i've got players in my team that have like for example the sharks have no more buyers left yeah. Um, Tigers have no more buys left, Titans. so I'm gonna try and get a list of those, yeah. um, and see who has no more buys left, and then try and build my team around those, so I can actually afford to nuff a little bit. I can quickly um, really
3: tell you that now, if you want, mate. I've got mm-hmm. it. Here. If I just see if I've got it within, um, here it is. So 21. It's the Dolphins, New Zealand, Dogs, Cowboys, Broncos, Souths, and Eels. They've all got buys, right? Ah, uh, so you're right. So the Titans, the Sharks, the Tigers, um. And the eels, so far, all don't have buyers left. Oh, eels do last round. Sorry.
0: But oh, yet, that's yeah. To me, it doesn't really matter. I'm a head-to-head player anyway. So, um.
3: Well, there's seven sides that that have got buys left, right, uh, mm-hmm. including three next week, which is Raiders, Bunnies, Dragons. So after that, there's only seven, which means that that leaves what nine sides mm-hmm. that um that don't have buys going running home. So yeah, that should be some information we should bring to the table next week, Dano.
0: Yeah, I good. That way, I can start nothing out. Um, yeah, absolutely, build some build some cash up. Yeah, so awesome. All right, guys, we'll enjoy this week, and we'll be back <laughs> again next week. Probably do a Thursday one next week, Glenn. Yeah, yeah after, yeah, yeah, after Origin. Yeah. any any injuries we can talk about? So, all right, guys, thanks out. Um, and I hope everyone you are there, Glenn. Sorry, how you go? to finish I yeah. uh, uh, hope everyone has a good week. Yeah, see you next week.
3: Yeah, bye everyone and don't forget to follow us on TikTok on NRL Supercoach Tragics on our TikTok page. Both Dan and I have TikTok pages. We've reached over 1000 on there now, so we're slowly building up there.
1: Awesome. All right, cheers. cheers.